0: To the hiking trails of the NRV, AM Hodgepodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weltons and Mark Tap. Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons. You're listening to A.M. Hodgepodge. Yeah. Good morning. You talking to me? Yeah. Oh, good morning.
1: Yeah. If I talk at a quicker pace today, it's pretty, it's because I'm pretty excited. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, as soon as the show gets finished, I'm heading on over to, it's homecoming over at Virginia Tech today. So you're going to do some tailgating? Yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, my wife's sister and brother and They're adult kids now. They're all coming in. And uh, so got some Hokies there, and we'll go over there. Game's early. It's at 1230, but it's actually kind of nice because you'll go. You can do a little tailgating before, and then if you have a spot afterwards. Yeah. I I mean, you can spend 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock to 5 to 6 still there, and mm – have your dinner and your hugs, and then they can get back in the car and go to Charlotte. Do yeah. you see what I mean? I prefer the, the earlier games. I, in this instance, I do, yeah. because it's not supposed to rain. so
0: It's going to be a nice day.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, good morning. This is Keith Weltons and that's Mark Tapp, and you're listening to AM Hodgepodge. For and about the new River Valley is kind of like our tagline, and it's definitely going to be the case today we've got an awesome guest here in our second segment going to be speaking about something's going to happen next weekend and it's something that's happened quite a few times at this point in time you and i've been a part of it we've poured beer before we've laughed we've yucked we've played games it's a fun event
0: mm-hmm. yeah it, it, and and the guests that we've it's called got craft and they... draft by the way if you guys want to lift listen to uh, uh, wait for that <laughs> but uh it's it's yeah, really it's, it's gonna get better yeah Exactly right. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we've got some guests in the studio that we haven't seen in a long time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Our first segment, we usually talk about beer, and this will be no different. So we'll do that, and we'll play a little game, our beer over ball. Ball over beer.
0: Is it ball over beer? It's ball over beer. Ball over beer. You made it. You created it. Yeah. How come it's so hard for you to remember that? Well, it can be both ways. Speaking of ball over beer,
1: uh, I was throwing the football earlier the week with my son, and said, yeah, we got to practice so that, you know, at the tailgate, blah, 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 we don't look bad. My
0: arm has been killing me. Whew. Is it uh, muscle or joint? It's age. <laughs> do you ever worry about uh, ruining something? Uh, yeah, like,
1: uh, like tearing a rotator cuff or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, I never do it to that extent. Um, but, you know. You're always trying to throw a little bit harder or a little bit longer, yeah type of thing that's I all had, I mean.
0: so how'd your son do He's
1: he he's but just sheer age his he's getting better because he's becoming stronger, and mine is getting worse because I'm getting weaker, yeah, this is the way it works. Yeah, but you just try harder, and you go from there. Yeah, so anyway, our first segment, we'll talk about beer in just a second. Once again, we'll bring in guests in our second segment, and then from there, we'll see kind of where the show takes us. So with that being said, we've got beer news in the offering. The first is this. I don't know if you saw Constellation Brands. So Constellation Brands for individuals who don't know them. They have a massive portfolio of they are both they're in the the food business now too, but the most is they consider themselves premium spirits, right. wines, and beers. Right. And for individuals who talk about well, if there's a recession and what's going to happen, or higher prices and what's going to happen, this last week we had just had Pepsi as an example. And they reported, mm-hmm. and Pepsi reported that their higher cost items. Not only did they increase the price on those, but their sales on those items also increased. So it wasn't just because of the price increase, the number of units increased also.
0: Yeah, now I, what I read was overall their number of units Went down. However, the premium ones went up. They've shrunk the size of the packaging and kept the prices the same. C- correct. So their revenues are better. Correct. The only their growth came in their premium yeah. line.
1: Yeah. And it was premium both United States. And globally. That's just what the Fed wants to hear. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And so Constellation Brands – now, you can say, well, Frito-Lay or Pepsi doesn't have a premium product, but they beg to differ. Yeah. Right. I mean, Sun Chips, for instance, is not a cheap product.
0: You know what I heard? What's that? This morning, actually. Well, it was uh, it was the CEO of uh, – I believe it's Kraft – was talking about their Doritos-flavored – Mac and cheese. Oh yeah, that no. So that is that's Pepsi. Oh, is it Pepsi? Yeah. Oh, so so yeah. So Pepsi owns. I think I'm gonna have to get that Frito Lay.
1: Yeah, I heard that too. And the, and did you hear the Sun Chip? It was the Sun Chip, the bean
0: Sun Chip. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're healthy. That's the one that I, I want to try. That one actually. I love I love the beans like that. Yeah. Yeah. They were saying Do you have to take. Uh, um, What's the gas? Beano Bino ahead of time. And he's like, no, you don't have to take the Beano. Yeah, so we heard the same thing, right? Yeah. So uh, g- good idea on, 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 on following that. So last week, towards the end of last week, Constellation Brands came out with their earnings, and they they blew it out of the water. Yeah, And they talked about how the growth was in their higher-end premium.
0: Constellation Brands is like uh, the Kobe Bryant unbelievable brand you know, they, for whatever reason, they just continue to put up amazing numbers.
1: Yeah, it's either fake or they're just really <laughs> yeah. killing it. Yeah. You know, and that's the hard part because it's not an American yeah. uh, kind of outfit. It
0: owns uh, the Coronas. and Pacifico. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So it owns a lot of different plus, things. Plus uh, tons of wine brands. Correct. Yeah. Spirits
1: yeah. Uh, across the, the line. I don't know if they own Tito's yet, but I think they were looking at trying to buy them. So there's they own quite a few few different things. But what it shows is there's this peak a lot of times in volume sales that will go into a recession. So if individuals believe, well, this is as good as it's going to get, they may very well spend a little bit more right there at that end knowing that – it potentially is the last hurrah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Now, both of these uh, companies have said that they don't see that happening, but uh, but it is interesting to see
0: that. So because of that – go ahead. Well, the other part of that – so I'm sure this is uh, – the U.S. is their largest uh, market, but um, – For the, Constellation? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Having their brands uh, – many of their brands be sort of south of the border mm-hmm. focused, um, they're not having the same – inflation problems that we're having so so they and and they are still in growth mode so, right so they may be maybe that's part of the part of it correct yeah. correct so here's a question yeah you'll get this right
1: where is the recipes generated for most of the beers through most of the world where where did those recipes or the brewer? Hmm. originally kind of originate. Where, I'm, I'm going to say Germany. It's correct. Yeah, That is correct, yeah. So the German influence nationally. What if I said Sri Lanka? Well, That would have been wrong.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: All right. So the German influence nationally is found um, very rare, except for a name, for instance, like Budweiser, mm-hmm. right, Anheuser-Busch thing, but it's really not this heavy hand of where you think oh well that's German influence that's German influence that's right. German influence and yet it really is German influence so if you go south of the border if you go to Mexico, it's all German influence so your corona um your Medeos, right mm-hmm. well I got a uh my wife bought um some tacate mm-hmm. the other day yeah, and so she put it in the refrigerator. I'm not a big fan of that because it's very, very. I mean, you have to. That's one that I think you have to throw like the limes in. There's really <laughs> not a lot of taste yeah. to, to it. Um, it's a lower tiered beer. Uh, 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 Heineken is the owner and manufacturer of Tocate, which is Dutch, Mm-hmm. but. Similar styles Mm -hmm. as far as – we've had this conversation before. The Dutch and the Germans, they kind of kept battling back over certain parts of land, and ultimately the recipes have become so nuanced that Dutch beer is German beer. The lowlands, if you're lowland like that, you just get run over like the Blitzkrieg. It's very easy to take that land over.
0: Yeah, and I got to think that the Heineken and – and so Dutch versus German beer is virtually identical. Correct. Heineken has set itself a, a, apart from everybody with their yeast. Yeah. Smell. Yeah. Well. That, yeah. And that that Comes skunky off. taste. Correct. It's not really skunky, but that sort of off taste is their is their signature.
1: Signature. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So the Tecate doesn't have that at all, but it does have that little German style or that yeah. that influence. So. Here's my question to you, and this is the news that I wanted to 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 guess from you, okay within the United States, if we throw out Budweiser, so let's not have Budweiser a part of that, what brewery do you mark tap believe is more? Or has been more influential in the United States. So I'm going to throw out just two names, mm, okay. and they're going to be coastal for a reason.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm going to throw out like a Sierra Nevada. Yeah. And then I'm going to throw a Boston Lager. Yeah. So you couldn't be further in distance. So I know there's nuances of all these other little breweries in between, and some of them are, you know, big players mm-hmm. in the in the business. But if we just throw, throw those two out, understanding the German influence. Globally, in the United States, is it more the Sierra Nevada, West Coast, and it leads itself to more IPA, British-style IPAs? Yeah, yeah. Or is it more of the Boston Lager, which is more English-styled uh, influence with German, right? I mean, so, so the Boston Lager itself is actually a German mm-hmm. recipe right there. Which one has been more influential if Mark Tapp had to leave the country and take something somewhere and say, here's – here's and it's not a Budweiser or anything else. Mm, I, 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 no right a, or wrong answer yeah, I'm asking tough, you.
0: Well, I, I'm going to say Boston Lager. Okay. Yeah. I, I, on me personally, I'd say Sierra Nevada mm-hmm. just simply because the style of beer they make it, it fits more in my style okay. box. But, but yeah, Boston Lager. There, the, their appeal is way broader, I mm-hmm. think, than Sierra Nevada. Okay.
1: So I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> so so thank you for saying Nevada. that. And we didn't practice ahead of time. So, with that being said, it's October. So, what do you think I bought the other day? Oktoberfest? Yeah. Have yeah. you bought it yet? No. Uh, I have to say, thoroughly underwhelmed.
0: Yeah. I, I was, yeah. it
1: used to be like, yeah. So, what happened? Uh, I what think changed, your, your taste, me? Yeah, your taste the, evolved. Yeah, is that because there's just what we would consider much better beer at this point um, or what? I, I,
0: for me personally, so so, uh, it's funny you said the, said that. For me personally, the multi beers played a big part in moving me into the yeah, craft beer correct. world. Um, but today, the the IPAs mm. are more appealing uh, I know for you, I, th- I think you enjoy the, the hazies quite a bit. Yeah, sure. And uh, you just don't get – there's just n- virtually no hoppiness in a an Oktoberfest. Yeah. And that is underwhelming. Yeah. A- and it becomes no different than and – and I'm not picking on them. It's just a personal taste. The Vienna lager right. has never appealed to me. Correct. Um, ha- had I picked one up 20 years ago, right. it probably wouldn't have been the best beer I ever had. Yeah. Yeah. So you said what I said when I said underwhelming, you're like you're agreeing with on that. Yeah.
1: So then I'm curious on this: why did you pick that as maybe the standard bearer if if you had to show someone else this? Is that because it's, you still think it has the most mass appeal?
0: Yeah. I okay. don't. I, yeah. I think I'm. I think we are maybe the the rare the unicorn. Yeah. That's not, you think yeah. the unicorn? I think so. You know, I mean, there are. I mean just look at the look at the craft breweries around the area, right? Right? I mean they're uh they generally are fairly small. Right. And uh they it they might be packed, but they're small. Right. But if you go to a ball game, right? 68,000 <laughs> right. people, they're not drinking Oktoberfest. Yeah, they're not. No, I agree with that. So that yeah, I think there's just more mass appeal to that group. Yep. And and it's kind of that entry level kind of beer. Okay. Yeah. So am I going to beat you to it this year, this time? N- well, I think we're I think we're in sync today. Okay. Actually. Ball over mirror.
1: We are in sync. Yeah. All right. So that's good because we now get to bring in one of our guests. I told her ahead of time. Michelle, touch that mic. Hey. Ah, there she is. All right. That's Michelle Beal and she's going to talk more in our second segment but uh she said she was more nervous about playing a game she knew nothing about than talking about stuff she knows about is that true
0: i'm nervous about both okay so So, if it helps um i'm almost always the loser in this game yeah okay (laughs)
1: okay so this is uh this is a game we get to talk about ball over beer now a lot of times we use uh beer as kind of a crutch so we'll try to tie that in one versus the other stuff like that right yeah. But um, we we do need to say, by the way, first of all, um, I poured a uh, uh, Guinness, and uh, I actually prefer this over the Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Oktoberfest does have actually more flavor, but this is better. Yeah. And you're having a Mick Ultra. Now, would you rather have that or the Oktoberfest?
0: Well, so you shocked me, because I, I went into the fridge and I picked out two beers, right? Yeah. And you... Uh, and, and, there were two Guinnesses in there, Yeah. and I thought, "Well, I keep, keep no, like no, this. no, no, I'm going to pick this. I'm so going to pick this." Yeah, so you you shocked me. I, I'm not uh, disappointed with this, though. Mm-hmm. It actually is. It's just a really easy drinking. Okay, beer. so which one would you pick? Um, I haven't had the Oktoberfest. Oh, between y'all, yeah. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I maybe maybe the Guinness. Okay, think the Guinness. You're yeah. just not a you're not a big dark beer drinker. Not really. I like copy beers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See? Yep. There you go.
1: Yeah. Alright, so we're on, we're on page for that. Okay, so both of these beers might be considered underdogs relative to what we would select, correct? Yeah. Would you agree with that? Sure. Alright, so with that being said, we're gonna have to for this segment change the music. You ready? Go.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah? You know this song?
0: Oh yeah, I love Rocky.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you ready? All right. So, want you, you familiar with the term underdog? Sure. Okay. So, underdog means that the chances of you succeeding are far less than the general population or your direct opponent.
0: So, are you trying to say something about this game and me?
1: This is a game. <laughs> this is a game. Mark is by far and away the underdog. Uh-huh. I'm always rooting He for plays underdog, every yeah. week. He's like the Washington Generals playing the uh, uh, Globetrotters. Okay. He shows up, and periodically he'll score, but the board at the end of the game usually means <laughs> <Okay>. he loses. <laughs> Okie doke. Okay. All right. So with that being said, Mark, this is for you today. Okay. I think you can get this. <laughs> okay. So, underdogs, uh, winning by sport. So, In list, and I'm going to go through these, okay? The uh, highest percentage in general, highest percentage in general, and I want you guys to answer this question of an underdog winning the game. Doesn't matter if it's a home game or an away game, just all games in general. Give me which sport has the highest percentage of underdogs actually winning it. And I'm going to list the sports and then you just pick them, okay? So you can write it down whenever you want. So NCAA basketball, all divisions, pro football, college football, NBA basketball, UFC fighting. We'll call that boxing too. Mm. Okay? National Hockey League and pro baseball. What sport typically has the high, well, shouldn't say typically, does have the highest probability that the underdog going in there based off of odds of winning actually wins. I'm
0: gonna say NCAA basketball. NCAA basketball. He says. How about you? That was mine too. Okay, so you guys it's a tie. Yeah, yeah. You, that is the second <laughs> to the worst
1: op, uh, chances of an underdog Shut winning. Is that really? Yeah. So please. <laughs> Can select, I give my
0: other choice? Yeah. So please select. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. so, by the way, that's only 24 percent of the time that happens. Okay. So really? give me. Yeah. Give me the other one. The other one.
0: Um, I was gonna say baseball.
1: Okay. Major League Baseball. How about you? So you want me to give you the list I was again? going to
0: say that, too, but I'm not going to jinx her. So okay. I'll say uh, NBA basketball. It is Major League Baseball. <laughs> Shoot, I was going to go with
1: that in the first <laughs> yeah. place. And by the Dad, way, were- uh, NBA basketball is right above uh, NCAA basketball. basketball. Yeah, so um, the, 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 the highest uh, probability that the favorite wins in all sports is college football college football the high they're higher rated yeah. has 73% of the time wins regardless if it's a home or away okay um, major league baseball the underdog wins 44% of the time now that's all for home and away there's very little difference between a home and an away game because the scoring is typically so low yeah. so it could be a 3-1 game 2-1 yeah. see what I mean it's yeah. very very rare or if someone scores six runs in an inning that's almost the game in many times you get this from a baseball background yeah, I mean, right that's
0: why I said dad was trying to yell at me in my ear yeah. I wasn't listening sorry dad yeah
1: yeah so you kind of get that right yeah alright so with that being said if you were betting and this is your good so if you ever want to live your underdog story here it is you ready
0: oh
1: goodness the h- best thing to, to uh, bet on is if you're an underdog uh, hockey team. And hockey, by the way, has the second highest overall underdog win percent. Mm. But if you're an underdog home team, bet on them. Yeah, I would say... 66% of the time, the underdog home team, if they're an underdog and they're at home, 66% of the time, they actually win. The theme is low-scoring games. Correct. 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 So don't bet on... These team, these games that have a ton of points don't ever bet on those.
0: Yeah, I'm not big better.
1: Yeah, I me mean neither. I'm, I'm I'm I always lose. I work
0: too hard for my money. <laughs> yeah,
1: I always lose. I always lose. But that's it. Bet on the underdog but only if it's a low scoring and you can control it.
0: Chalk up another one for the underdog here.
1: Yeah, right. Merck's <laughs> very consistent. At some point, you'll get that. Well, I appreciate you playing, Michelle. Thanks. I thought you'd appreciate that, too, with the baseball. You got you know, yeah. you've got that long baseball background.
0: Yep, yep. Sammy
1: Beal. Yep, there you go. All right, well, with that being said, we'll go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, we'll bring in all of our guests. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Bust smile and a couple beautiful girls tell me goodbye. Trucks break down, don't